The Rhythm with Tseko on Radio 2000. But listen, you are in time for a really beautiful half an hour that we're about to get into. And it is a very special um, session that we have, uh, that we've been holding rather from the start of uh, the month of May. Uh, just really chatting to uh, great South African musicians who have new music to share with you and I. This weekend is definitely no different. We have another um, a great, a great uh, pianist, uh, as it were, and a great musician on the show tonight. Nduduzo Makatini is uh, in the building or on the line, as it were, to talk to us about modes of communication, letters from the underworld, which is his latest works. Um, and, of course, Blue Note Records has done it again, and it is with... Great pleasure to welcome him on the show as he joins me on the line. Uh, thank you so much for making time to chat to me. It is so wonderful to have you on the show, and I'm very, very excited about the new album. How are you doing? I'm doing well, and it's truly an honor to uh, share this moment uh, to listen to some of the music. So I'm truly honored. No, absolutely. You know, um, uh, you and I had a, a brief conversation a little bit earlier, uh, yeah. just talking about what we're, what we're going to be uh, covering with regards to the listening session. Yeah. And, um, you know, I spoke to you for the first time and, you know, you are just um, such a grateful person and you come with so much humility and so much kindness. Oh, and, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I would like to think that, uh, of course, that's got, uh, you know, a lot to do with how you were brought up. But I'm sure another part of it comes with, you know, your studies uh, at university, having studied uh, jazz, you know, that humility and respect that you have for for the purity of jazz is just, I cannot Uh tell you how how inspiring that is and how, um, as I was mentioning earlier, it's brought young people to to the fore. They are enjoying jazz because of people like you. How does that make you feel? Oh, Susie, I must just say, like, you know, the connections you're making are so humbling. Mm, and especially mm. with regards to, like, how you're thinking about jazz as 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 a space that really shapes, you know, characters, you know, mm, the way mm, that mm, is, is very true. Because if you think about it, like, every time you come to jazz, it's especially with regards to improvisation, you sort of have to, like, be always, like, open enough and light enough to absorb change, mm-hmm. you know. So, so the idea that we're constantly dealing with a a new world in the music sure. um, somehow filters into the ways that we think of ourselves in society, and and the amount of openness that we have to sort of assume, just because of this exercise of, you know, being a jazz musician and sounding that character out mm-hmm. in so thank you so much. I think I, it, couldn't, it couldn't have been more precise. I think it's just like, you know, upbringing, but, you know, also upbringing put together with this kind of safe space that we've created for ourselves in this art form. Mm-hmm. It's really special. No, very, very special. And, you know, you as as, as, as a person, um, you know, this is, it's like you were born with this, you know, you, you know, before you were born, you, you signed a soul contract that this is what you're going to do, you know, um, you know, Whoa. heal people, heal people <laughs> through the music, because that's what you are. You are uh, not just a musician, but you're also a healer and doing so through the music is, is, is beautiful. But I get a sense, you know, having listened to the album um, several times since its release, it seems like you're writing, even just thinking about, um, you know your 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 first album um your your writing seems very personal and of course yeah. very spiritual naturally sure. uh you know which which means it's it's fantastically you know therapeutic as it were but um did you imagine you know uh starting with the first album that or or, or did you pers- purposefully yeah. uh, wanted to do the same for others, you know, heal them, uh, provide yeah. some kind of uh, therapy and, uh, you know, instill that, that strong sense of identity because I think that was, yeah. that's what jazz comes with as well, you know, that that's strong sense true. of who we are, where we yeah. come from, etc. You know, I think you're rightfully saying it, you know, um, part of what you were saying, but jokingly, but I, I guess in many levels it's, it's true mm. about signing a kind of contract, you know, so, mm-hmm. so you know, um, the work in itself comes with a serious responsibility. So when mm-hmm. I say the work, 
I mean, the work of being a healer. And, 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 and especially if you want to imagine it outside of the confines or the conventional ways, then it, 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 it's even more challenging because you are constantly trying to present, um, you know, the work in a way that uh, speaks to another paradigm that is not necessarily obvious in jazz, if you know what I mean. Mm, so so this constantly... Mm-hmm. This idea of constantly trying to bring the world of of healing mm. packaged in this kind of way, because I mean, people have always spoken about healing, but like the healing properties that I at least try to articulate are very mm. specific as being connected to the gift of Ubungoma. So, right. so then, then it exposes other paradigms such as divination, such as you know the, the connections to dreams, such as and all of these things. Mm, and mm, in my mm. sound, I try to create, you know, imaginings of these cultural concepts or these properties of healing that are evident in Ubungoma and Ubutwasa and, and bring them into jazz music. Oh, so man. I guess, wow. you know, that, yeah. that, that is, um, well, not necessarily a new thing, but at least a new thing in that kind of context. And, mm, and therefore... Mm. Like part of what I'm doing mainly is developing a kind of language that speaks to how I believe that this this healing then you know you know needs to be shared and and and, and can can be transferred. Mm. So this potentiality mm. is a space that becomes very important for me within the voice. That like what are the potential fields of energy that could be shared? It becomes a deliberate thing from my end. To, to the listener. So you're rightfully saying it's like, it's like a contract hmm. that I've signed with my ancestors because they like, yes. well, we're taking the driver's seat on this one yes. and you, you, you just follow, you know. Oh but, man, you, you you are definitely the chosen one. And you know, you, you, you're speaking about the themes, uh, you know, that uh, are very much aligned to our African uh, spirituality as a bandu that yeah. we, 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 yeah. we should be going back to, which is, I yeah. think, um, like you're saying, it's not a new concept, but I really must commend you in that, you know, we can become so poetic in this healing and, oh, oh, yeah. and you know, of get course. lost in the poetry of, of it all. But I have to commend how deliberate you have been in, in, in as a musician in terms of what you are trying to channel as an artist, uh, which um, really so is much. just such a beautiful ultimate goal for this offering. You know what? I think you and I have spoken too much. Can we just get into the music? Because that is the exciting part. Man, I'm so excited to Thank share. You. I really am. So we've got a, uh, we'll start with the double play. We've got four songs. So we're going to start by sampling, uh, with, uh, Yehisanu Moya, which is, man, my, one of my favorites from this album, oh, of course. Thank you so much. Oh, you you so know, much. it's, 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 there are certain <laughs> songs I have to say for me, and I'm still trying to figure out why they were so triggering and so, so difficult sure. for me to, sure. to listen to. Um, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm still trying to, to figure out, uh, what yeah. it's about. But this this one, yeah. uh, it almost just brings tears, tears, uh, I tell you, uh, to my eyes. Yechisanu Moya, Nduduzo, Makatini. Enjoy. Straight after that, uh, we'll go to Umlota and then we'll chat to him after that. Stick around.
you love winter, we've got the music to set you right. Real good music, Radio 2000. The Rhythm, weekends, 9 p.m. to midnight.
I don't know about you, men, but I am feeling this. Oh, man. It is the latest works from Modes of Communication, Letters from the Underworlds, courtesy of Nduduzo Makatini. Allow me to just say that the story of contemporary jazz in South Africa is definitely in safe hands. What a beautiful double play to kick off this listening session that we have with uh, Nduduzo Makatini, who joins me on the line, of course, to talk about his brand new offering, Yekisanu Moya, featuring the beautiful voice of Omakugu Makatini. And, of course, uh, you heard uh, that beautiful one, Molora. Also taken off that album, man! What a trip of a, a beautiful, uh, you know, for, for 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 all types of people, and I and I and I always get the sense that uh, you know, like uh, many other healers that um, I absolutely love and respect, Credo uh, Motor being one of them. Nduduzo uh, yeah. seems to, for me, um, show respect for all kinds of you know spiritualities, creeds, religions. It doesn't matter who you are, you are invited. And I always get really upset, Duduzo, when people say, like, you know, I'm, I'm not religious, I'm, I'm, I'm spiritual or something of that nature, as though yeah. religious people are not spiritual. But we all are. We, we all we, are. Absolutely. We all are. We all are spiritual. Well, I, th- I think what, what really sometimes is confusing, and, and maybe that's the part that the music can try to crystallize, is mm-hmm. the issue of... Mm-hmm. Departing from a very um, strong cosmological place and standpoint, and that is to say that within African cosmology, we are told or we have learned from the wise ones that, like, while human beings are living in this paradigm, they constantly living in a spiritual paradigm mm-hmm. simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So we emerge from a cosmology that tells us that we are spiritual from the onset. Yeah. So I think sometimes with the arrival of Christianity and, um, of course, foreign religions reaching our shores, people got confused as to right. That's right. spirituality yeah. was something that mm. was brought mm. with coloniality and modernity. Spirituality is something that has always been there as a kind of essence. So I think these songs, they try to give language to these kind of things. They try to be the prophecies. For instance, the first song that you played, Yesisanu Moya, mm-hmm. it's like talking to this time mm. in a very deep way. Mm. Yes, the mm. music was created in 2017, 2018, mm. was recorded in 2018. Mm. So, in, in, and, and I love how you just like, you know, sort of like do this double play. Because for me, I'm thinking as I listen, that if Yesisanu Moya is a code to, a, to an ancient time, then umlota is that dance of the ancient wow. world. You know? Wow. So, 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 so wow. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's in the lyrics with yes. so it's, I, I imagine for a lot of people, the meaning is quite clear, you know, as that coming down of the spirit, that descending of the spirit, you know, um, and the agency of that through the song. But then um, umlota, like you're saying, you know, it's, it's just really uh, that energy that represents the post-banning, you know? Mm. And mm. we could start thinking about, like, what happens post this corona moment, you know? Like, it's, it's, that, it's that sort of song that helps us to think about what, what lives beyond where our eyes can see. What is that post uh, sort of situation? And the reference of fire is quite central to this record in general, you know, and if we think about fire in African methodology, um, we realize that like fire is being referenced a lot in the creation of man, in the creation of the earth. So fire is the energy that was first energy field that was here. And when water came, we are told that fire escaped and went into the underground, into this underworld. So there is a particular way then when we think about the post-banning and we start thinking about how we then cite the light from our ancestors that mm-hmm. live in the underworld, how we cite the energy of the banning, you know, and thinking about the post-banning in that moment and the ashes as a symbol of what our forefathers have left for us. So Umlota becomes that symbol and it becomes that center 
that fireplace where we learn about our being and our history. So thank you again for playing this music. I'm, I'm just getting so many thoughts as I listen. Oh, and man. And the way that you connected the two, yeah. for me, I had never imagined those two following each other. Wow. I realized <laughs> how that creates a, a different sort of narrative than what I imagined recording the music. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I was I was very nervous about which songs to pick because obviously I've listened to the album several times and I know what I like and I know, you know, what, what, what speaks to my spirit. And yeah. I was really just hoping for, for, for the same kind of enlightenment for, 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 sure. for the listener. So for I'm sure. so happy that, uh, that, 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 that's, that it comes across. In, in that ma- absolutely. So yep. beautiful. And, yep. you know, you're just such a natural born storyteller that we could listen to you really just <laughs> narrate uh, you know these stories in terms of our history our culture and you just explaining how thin that veil is between us that are the living and of course those uh, our dearly departed it's it's just so beautiful uh, to listen to to you speak but i really just want to get into a li- just a little bit about um you know uh, those that came before you and you know earlier i spoke about and this is something i i also really really appreciate about uh about you you know when i mentioned the fact that you've got so much uh, humility and respect for for the, for the genre as it were and of having studied oh. uh, the greats of course at university uh, the likes of Begim uh, Selig, which I know uh, you love him so much, and of course you wrote your your your, your dissertation or your 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 master's yeah. thesis, as it were, yeah. in varsity on 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 um, you know his music and his life and uh, the profound yeah. impact that he's had on the progression of uh, the jazz genre. He is, yeah. of course, uh, the founder or the founding father of the Progressive Jazz Project, uh, Spirits Rejoice, and he took along oh, yeah, uh, yeah, many yeah, greats, you know, uh-huh, like. Yeah. Uh, bassist uh, Sipo Kumete who is just, yes. man, has left such an Definitely. indelible mark. So talk, talk to me about his influence uh, in, in your life, in your, in, your, in, in your choices musically, the way you create. How has yeah. he impacted you? Well, you know, I could say so much about Babum Sele. You mm. know, um, I think what, what really comes to my spirit now is, is, is the fact that you know, he if anything, actually, what I'm doing now is basically a way of echoing what he was saying to us mm. and, and, mm. and a way of echoing the, the profoundness of his story when people were not ready for it, you mm. know, and how, you know, in, in, in many ways, the kind of intensity that he was was... Mm was so difficult for people to absorb anyway, mm, you know? Mm. And, and, and also it didn't help that South Africa was not welcome, welcoming to him in the post uh, sort of 94 yeah. South Africa, the democratic That's right, yeah. South Africa. Mm, mm. When the exiles were coming back in this country, the, the, the reception that was given to Mselegu, mm. or the no reception that was given to Mselegu, um is is quite, you know, um, difficult to understand given the amount of reception that was given to the fellow exiles when they came back to this country. Mm. So, but again, connecting to how Mselegu then inspires me, first of all, he inspired me because it's someone that I met and, and, and I, I had a friendship wow. with him. Wow. You know, wow. when he was in Durban, um, mm. I, used to, I used to visit his home quite a lot. Mm. And... Mm. Um, it was just amazing the amount of literature that he exposed me to, not just the music, music as a literature, but also just the, 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 the books that he mm, gave to me that mm, spoke about mm. like music as meditation and the Zen teachings. All of those things I learned from Babum Selegu, you know, learning about Osho and learning about how to uh, create a center, a center within ourselves that helps the ways in which we project ourselves in the music. And this humility as well, that's another person that showed me that actually you could be begging Selegu and just be as humble as any other human being. Mm. So, and, 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 and of course, the idea of an echo is then a way that I speak to him in this moment. You know, I wrote mm. in my dissertation wow. for, for my master's, that, yeah. like, towards the end, I start speaking to him. And this was, of course, not an academic exercise, but I just felt, for me, writing in itself is a kind of ritual. And Mm. I had 
kind of project that which I was was in my heart to say to him, more than you know, uh, sort of fulfilling all the academic sort of rigor that one was working on in terms of like to to put out such a dissertation. And and in the end of the dissertation, I, I start saying, well, I hope wherever you are. You are, you are listening listening to me mm. as I write, mm. as I speak to you, because the last time we spoke, uh, he was in London, and I could almost sense that this was probably the last time we speak, but he had a way of hiding things. You know, he, he you know, I think he was protecting me from some of these things as a younger person, as a sure, young sure. But then I live my life listening to his echoes whether it's echoes of his teachings, whether it's echoes of his sonic uh, gifts that he gave to us. But what I'm doing is really humbly uh, just responses to what Baun Selegu has done for us. So that that's really my standpoint when it comes to teachers like him, teachers like Mambu Simshongo, yes. teachers like Bab Philip Daban, yes. Zim Gawana, yes. yes. you know. So I, you know, even my current research now, is really using those people as case studies um, in order to cultivate a new sort of paradigm that acknowledges a, a cosmological standpoint as a frame that informs mm. how we understand the practice of jazz, the practice of healing. Mm-hmm. You've got to stop right there before you make me cry because, uh, I mean, that's just beautiful. What a great and profound impact he had on your on your life, uh, you know, academically, personally, uh, spiritually, you know, yeah. musically. So, so beautiful. A great father figure, um, I, I take Indeed. it. But, you know, before before we end uh, off our chat, uh, Duz, I have to talk to you about just how you pick uh, the musicians that you work with. Uh, of course, oh, I mentioned yeah. uh, your wonderful wife, uh, Oma Gugu, who always just brings such a beautiful warmth to the music. Yeah. I love hearing her voice in, in your music. Uh, you yeah. know, your Logan Richardson on sax, uh, Linda Sikakane, yeah. amazing uh, saxophonist. Dabo yeah. Zulu, Khunze Makene on... Uh, the percussion I could go percussion. on, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I understand on. on drums. Absolutely. So how do you pick them? The Pierre on on bass. Mm. Um, who else was there? Uh, the features were also Msaki, and another one was was MXO. MXO. Yes, and we have and, that coming up. Uh, j- just by the way, uh, Emma Pusheni no. with MXO to end things off. Yeah, and I, I had my kids as well join the party, you know. Oh, yes. They, they always come through. They show up in, in really beautiful ways every mm. time. On my debut album, which was called Sketches of Tomorrow, um, I was recording and everything was done. And I was sitting in my studio listening. And uh, I think Tingo was probably, what, three years at that time. Oh. And and he, he was listening to Sister Mo Africa, who mm. was featured on that album. You know, he she spoke about this profound, uh, she had this profound poem that was talking about Africa has lost, you know, their names. We're giving back to kids that don't have names, rivers that mm. don't have names, mm. something to that sort. And and Tingo at the age of three started saying, mm. "Oh, nothing, oh, nothing again." And he was just singing that, and he, and I was like, "Well, that's definitely a, a deep message." And we recorded them, you know. So the whole thing with family is like. They are really here all the time when I'm creating this music, and it's beautiful to see how, to how they grow within this music as well as as you know as they develop as beings. But but again, you know, the broader sort of team that's on the record; these are really truly special musicians, and you know, people that are doing such. I mean, like the work that Andeskade is doing with the Rainmakers, his own records. The work we did collectively with mm-hmm. Brazil Nawana, with uh, Babu Hepitwaeri, right. so this fellowship, I think that's really the thing about everyone that's on the record. It's a level of fellowship, it's a level of trust, it's a level of community that have similar kind of energy that drives behind all of us. And we have common goals about creating a soundtrack for humanity but oh, also wow. projecting an energy that goes beyond the sonics, that goes beyond the self, that helps us all the time to dissolve into a kind of oneness. 
and I'm truly thankful to the musicians just for for that that is a rare thing to have mm-hmm. with artists of our age so for these guys to actually have this willingness to dissolve who they are all the time to forget who they are all the time into the sonics to create a collective meaning of what we are I think I'm I'm utterly thankful and grateful for that always obviously with the photographers we want family Pium Sambi, Teddy Somona Hang, Jonathan Ito that mixed the record, you know. Mm-hmm. Everyone that was involved was just like profound things, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a uh, big ups to Sipiwe uh, Mklambi on on the photography. Uh, really, just just beautiful. Uh, always capturing you with your signature beard, looking really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> love it. Absolutely oh, love. No. Uh, <laughs> his photographic work uh, with you is just. Uh, it really is on another level, and I think uh, it just represents who you are, what you're about, and what, uh, you, you know, the message that you want to put across. Duduzo, thank you so, so much. Uh, very briefly, please tell us a little bit about uh, Emma Pusheni and On the Other Side. I'm going to end off the listening session with those two. Do you want to tell us about them? Okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very bad with summarizing, but I'm going to try. So On the <laughs> Other Side yeah. speaks about the truth that exists when one dissolves into knowing themselves in a new way. Hmm. But it's also a song that wow. talks about death and 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 how we 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 are constantly confronted with how to die and this art of dying. Mm. And, and 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 dying not just in the physical body. Yes. But also dying is allowing ourselves to dissolve that That's right, yeah. which mm. which we believe in, mm. our mm. customs mm. and reimagining things mm. and, and, and it's it's equally relevant in these moments where everything that we always thought was in the edges now is moving to the center and our center mm. is displayed. Mm. And then I'm a push and obviously, you know, so many people have been saying to me, why is it so short? Please. Man, I, had the say, I was afraid to say it. it. I'm glad somebody said it. <laughs> Not just one, but so many people. Yeah. We do have a longer version of it. Okay. But, um, you know, I've, I've gotten into a, a habit of thinking that there the, the is always tomorrow. And, and, and somehow I try to project that in the sonics that, like, you know, certain, certain songs reach this uh, point of, um, you know, uh, what's the word? But like they, they reach this pivotal point so mm. quick that there is no need to continue. And 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 when, for me, when they reach that point, it feels as though the audience, the listener, is 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 fit enough to travel the journey on their own. And it feels like a song like Mapusheni is an entering into a dream, is an entering into infinity. And if we enter into infinity, therefore our conclusions as human beings, as musicians, ending the song will not really help. So I was stuck between that, like. How do you oh, end? Interesting, a dream? yeah. How do you end a dream? Because the dream is just waiting for you mm, to fall mm, into mm, deep mm. sleep, and then you it emerges. So it, it continues to move. So that was my feeling. Like you know, we we can never end infinity, and some of it is captured on the liner mm. notes in my discussions with Shabaka Hutchings, who's a great friend of mine. We mm. know I was talking to him about the idea of ritual technology. And how the music is leading us to um, to other fields that are not possible to capture in sonic fields. So that's really the thing. How do we end infinity? And that's what that song talks about. Hmm. Wow, man. You know, art is such a personal thing. And, you know, when you uh, just unpack it for us on that level, we get to understand. And, um, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's beautiful. And that makes absolute sense uh, to me. And I hope it, it, it does uh, for the listener as well. Nduduzo, 
Thank you so much. Um, you know, I don't even know where to begin in, in terms of congratulating you. You know, congratulations yeah, yeah, <laughs> for, for being a great, for, for, for joining uh, the likes of, you know, the, the, the late greats, you know, the Daiwa uh, Mulelekwas, oh. the Dollar Brands, the Andile Yananas. Oh, those uh, are the kings. Oh, those man, kings. you know. So congratulations <laughs> for that. And of course, you know, Blue Note Records being uh, there uh, as part of the home with other greats like Miles Davis and Gregory Porter. Yeah and yeah. so many others, Nora Jones, etc. You yeah. are a blessing to humanity and you know, thank you for, 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 for going about it with such uh with such gentleness and such um you know respect and, and, and really just appreciating uh everyone that that that's got something uh to say about uh the album. Really appreciate it. Uh there are a couple of tweets that have come through, people saying that they do have the album Tepiso Nzayo, I beg your pardon, oh, saying that he already has the album, but he's just Whoa. enjoying uh, he- hearing you chat. Uh, there was another one. Yeah, Kapelani as well uh, on Twitter, just absolutely enjoying uh, hearing you, uh, you know, narrate all these beautiful stories. Thank you once again oh, uh, for thankful. the music. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And all love uh, to you and uh, Omakuku as well. We'll definitely do. Thanks to you, your listeners and the gods that help us through this interview. Blessings. Absolutely. Blessings to you too. Thank you so much. And yes, I didn't think we were going to chat for that long, but I mean, isn't he just wonderful to to, to listen to in terms of him uh, just narrating these beautiful stories? So we're going to end off the listening session right here on The Rhythm, an exclusive one for you, for your listening pleasure with on the other side, by Ndutuzo Makatine and Emma Pusheni featuring MXO on that one. If you haven't heard it, it is going to be something quite special. I didn't certainly didn't see that one coming, but I must say it was definitely a treat. I hope you'll enjoy it. It's coming up straight after this. We play more local music than the law allows. Radio 2000. Radio 2000. Feel good music. Radio 2000. We are rhythm.
The Rhythm with Seiko.